Hello, and welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today, we're going to discuss a topic that if you haven't read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, first off, I recommend that you do that. Uh, get a copy. You can probably find a digital copy for copy for free if, if that's the route you want to go. You can definitely get it on audiobook as well. I have it uh, currently in, in audio form that I'm listening to it, uh, again, for the multiple times that I've done that. So that's first off. Go get the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and really dive in and dissect it and figure out how you can begin implementing some of the things that he talks about in that book that can definitely propel you in your life moving forward. But within that book, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about a topic of masterminds and how important masterminds are in the progression of you achieving greatness, of, bec of becoming rich, of becoming and having a rich life of everything we talk about here on the Rich Mind Podcast. Uh, and it, one of the secrets and one of the things that it's happened for me is when I discovered this and I started putting myself in rooms uh, of masterminds, it, you're, you'll be amazed at how quickly you can bridge the gap from uh, a situation that you're in now to where you want to go in the future. And it all stems to this one topic of masterminds. So when I talk about that, sometimes people will say, you know, what is a mastermind? Where do I find masterminds? Well, if you're having those same thoughts, then you're exactly in the right place. This episode today is a discussion that I had with my great friend, uh, Greg Young, and we go into the topic of masterminds, where to find masterminds, what the importance of masterminds are and how they've impacted us and our lives. Uh, and we're just excited to share this message with you today. So if uh, becoming more if achieving greater things in your life is something you, you, that you're looking for, and I would assume so if you're listening to me on the Rich Mind Podcast, then you need to get accustomed to the term masterminds. You need to know what masterminds are, where to go, and this episode is exactly going to do that for you today. So hang tight. Let's uh, jump into the discussion that Greg and I had about this fantastic thing called masterminds. In order to live an extraordinary and abundant life, you must focus on your internal battle and win within. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. Today, come back with a returning guest. This is a Greg has become a really good friend of mine. We actually have a little mastermind going on our own. And that's the topic we're going to share today. We're going to talk the, the world of masterminds. We're going to describe what that term means. Uh, we're going to talk about some actual relatable stories. Uh, Greg has actually had some uh, people in his life question, like, what is a mastermind? Where do you find masterminds? And those are the kind of things we're going to talk about today. As I mentioned, he and I have our own little mastermind, and it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing this now for well over a year have has it not been Greg as far as our yeah. weekly meetings mm -hmm. yeah so let me just welcome back Greg Young to the show Greg welcome back to the show man yeah thanks Randy it's always a pleasure to be here and um, like you said we've been talking every week anyway so might as well be on the podcast right so yeah we were talking last week on our mastermind call right and we <laughs> said you know how about we just hit record and record one of these these conversations right we uh hit each other up yesterday as far as the topic, what we wanted to share. And you brought up this, this, uh, mastermind topic and uh, yeah, it's great because it's been, 
the masterminds I've been involved in and the one that we've created, right? But just between you and I has been fantastic. And how I understand what a mastermind means, and then you can obviously chime in and tell me what your thoughts are as well. But when you, when two or more people, so it doesn't have to be very large. I think sometimes people will think that a mastermind group has to be a large set of people. And from what I understand, and it's not because that's obviously that's what you and I do, but it's two or more people coming together with a, with a, like a topic or with, with similar ideas, similar passions. It's like, we talk about business. We talk about all kinds of stuff. We talk about life. It's like, but we're helping each other. It's almost like our own little coaching call that we're helping each other with. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I'm just speaking for myself. You obviously, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, you've helped me with so many things. It's really a fascinating thing, but I've obviously tried to reciprocate those things back to you as, as well. Right. And that's kind of, I think the key is that it's a give and take. It's an, it's a ebb and flow of helping you, but then obviously then receiving some help as well. Do you have any other ideas as far as what the term mastermind means to you and, and people that you come in contact with? Yeah. So the way I kind of describe it is very similar to what you did. Um, just like-minded people coming together, um, really trying to help each other out, lead with value. Um, <clears throat> you know, you can ask, you can take, um, you can also give. I mean, this is all part of a mastermind, right? Um, and sometimes, honestly, it's it's therapy, right? Like we're talking about um, you and I, you know, dive into relationships, other masterminds, you get vulnerable, you talk about um, relationships with your husband or your wife or your best friend or whatever that looks like. Um, and those are some things that are just really valuable that sometimes you can't dive into with people that are super close to you because they are really close to you and they know too much. But um, people in the mastermind, they offer different perspectives and we'll kind of go into all the benefits of a mastermind, but that's in a, you know, in a nutshell, how I describe a mastermind. So there are paid masterminds, right? We've been involved in masterminds that require a fee or there is a fee. And then we, like, as I mentioned, we, we started up this conversation uh, a little over a year ago now, and it's kind of just bled into, I, I don't want to say we talk literally every single week, but we might skip a week every now and then just based on, on conflicts of schedules and that type of thing. But we, I would say we're 90% of the way of talking to each other at least once a week. And it's been very helpful. It's been, like you said, we could be vulnerable with each other. We've gotten to know each other really well to the point where we actually, I made a trip down and we visited you, right? You and your wife and, mm -hmm. and hung out and had a good time. That was our first time or one of the only times really that we've met in person because we've been in, in this virtual setting now doing this, this quote unquote, this mastermind for sure. But there are paid versions as well. And you can find masterminds that are what I would consider high ticket masterminds. And then you can find find ones as little as zero, like the ones we've, the one we've created, right. With this, but do you have any input as far as like what the best place, if someone's thinking that they need or are looking for a group of people to kind of uh, tie into, right. Plug into, plug in their thoughts, their beliefs, their ideas, any thoughts on paid, not paid, high ticket, you know, those types of things. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I was actually talking to my sister this weekend and she had this question unprompted because I kept on talking about a mastermind that I'm in and the previous ones that I've been in. So she just asked me straight out, you know, what is a mastermind and how do you find them? Because she's seeing the value that I see in them. Um, so we had a great conversation. I, you know, explained what a mastermind was just like we just did. But she said the same thing. She said, well, where do I find these? You know, you can't really Google them like mastermind.com and there's a list of them. 
Um, so I told her, you know, what I'm going to say here is basically, you know, it's all about networking and asking questions. Um, so speaking to my sister, you know, she's not into, you know, business and real estate like I am, but she is a writer um, and she likes yoga. She goes to yoga retreats. So I told her, you know, network with people at those yoga retreats and ask them, are you in any other groups that you really find helpful at this point? Um, you know, people that you vibe with, obviously, that you trust. Um, and then just start asking them questions. Um, you know, what makes that group so valuable to you? Why do you like it? Um, why do you stick around? What other kind of people are in that group? Um, so just being curious and asking those people those specific questions is a great way to find out about other groups or masterminds. Um, meetups is another common like term for a mastermind. Um, so just being curious and asking people in your community of what your interest is. Um, so I know for me, you know, speaking for myself, it's personal development, mindset, and business. Those are the three areas that I want to mastermind in because those are areas that I feel like I can give value. And also I want to improve in all those areas as well. So one area that you and I have in common, or actually two, right? Personal development piece and then the business piece, right? We're both, I think that's probably what brought us together originally was the personal development. We were in a mastermind mm -hmm. and we'll give a little bit of a shout out to Kyle Wilson's inner circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the uh, mastermind that we probably first met uh, was through that inner circle is what it was called, but it was technically really a mastermind. Uh, but it's meeting the folks in those groups, adding value into their life, but then realizing that you're not alone. So that's where it's so much fun. When you have a passion, when you have an idea, when you have a thought, it's the people inside of the groups that you can't put a price tag on. And I mentioned that, you know, some of them can be paid. Some of them, you know, obviously what we're doing is, is more free. We just kind of get on Zoom and talk each week. But the idea, though, is that if you can gain value from the attendees, the networking piece, like you said, that's where exponential growth. I mean, it's like, you just, you can't imagine. It's like, it's hard to put into words what you can get from a group like that from the networking piece. And that's, that's what I love the most. And I think that's what you do too. Yeah. I was going to say what I really love about the people who join those masterminds and you can attest to this is most of them, if not all, they're not excuse makers, they're action takers. Right. And these are the kind of people that, you know, we want to be around um, because, you know, we've all been around the excuse makers where, there's a reason why you can't make X amount of money or get a six pack or whatever that you know goal is. But the other people, the other side of that coin are the action takers of how can you make a million dollars? How can you get that six pack? And there are people in that room that have achieved both of those things, right? So that's what you're talking about is just getting, you know, surrounding yourself with those kind of people that maybe have been there and done that or have the confidence that you can do that. Do you, you can do it as well because they've done it or they've seen other people do it. So the one big takeaway that I've had in the masterminds that I've been in, and I'd be curious if this has been your experience as well, is you show up in these rooms, obviously you'll have a first time experience, right? Showing up in a room, little nervous, little <laughs> unsure, right? Not sure of yourself, really. Do I deserve to be here? What What's it going to be like? My experience has been is that those groups of people have been absolutely fantastic. Like, always wanting to help. The conversations are fantastic. It's almost like you can put your guard down instantly as soon as you walk in. So I just want to kind of put 
you know, I, I'm curious what your thoughts are as well. So folks that are a little nervous, little, I would consider myself an introvert, meaning I don't, I'm not an outgoing person a lot. Now I can make myself be that way, but I'm not very <laughs> much, I don't, I'm not the life of a, of a party. Let's just put it that way. So to put yourself in a room of uncertainty and a little bit of uncomfortableness, the value you get back from that is, is, is tremendous to the point where I just want to express that, that you're going to have that anxiety, but it'll be easily taken away very quickly. And that's been my experience. Have, have you had that same experience? Yeah. So um, I definitely have, and I'll kind of share, I guess, two stories or one, one big story that kind of brings it all together. But the first mastermind, like you mentioned, was Kyle Wilson's for me. And um, it was an in, in-person event. It was December, 2019. So three, four months before COVID. And yeah, like you said, I was walking into that room. I, I say new, I barely knew about three people, um, like surface level new, um, really scared to walk into that room. I didn't know exactly what I was, what to expect. Um, I didn't have a lot of confidence. My public speaking skills were not anywhere, you know, where they are right now. Um, just everything, all those nerves just bundled up into one. And, um, that whole event, I was pretty much an introvert unless I was like called on or really in like a one-on-one -on -one conversation. But Fast forward, I went to um, a different mastermind a couple months ago in Puerto Rico for um, a business meetup, and it was the complete opposite. And I didn't do it intentionally, but I was volunteering. I was sharing what I wrote down. Um, one of the women that I met actually, she goes, "Wow, you're really, you're really very talkative and very, you know, all this, all these things." That I'm like, "Huh, I didn't really think that I'm talkative, but if you put me in a certain situation, um, talking about personal development, business, real estate." I guess I'm very talkative. So um, just that transition from 2019 to two months ago and, you know, beginning of 24 here, it's like night and day. Um, and I can attribute that to attending these masterminds and gaining confidence, learning, personal development. Um, but I even shocked myself coming back from that Puerto Rico trip of who, who was that guy in Puerto Rico? Because that was not the guy that was at that Kyle Wilson first uh, meeting in Dallas in 19. So it's, it's pretty remarkable, to be honest. The amount of growth, because I've had the same, right? Even launching this podcast, I would not have launched this podcast or had the confidence even to think about doing such a thing had I not been in the rooms with these other folks, right? As you mentioned, that they will encourage you, they will push you, they will challenge you. But at the same time, it's it's from a positive standpoint. It's not a browbeat, you know, why aren't you doing this? It, it, it's none of that. At least that's not been my experience. It's more of a, how can we help? How can we encourage uh, when I first launched the podcast and I started reaching out to folks to to jump on with me, right? The amount of people willing to to give up of their time and to share their knowledge and wisdom, that was super cool. And had I not built those relationships through these masterminds, I know that I that it wouldn't have happened. Your 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 yours and my relationship would not be happening today had we not had shown up and uh, participated, right? So that would definitely be an encouragement to the to the listeners today. Get yourself outside your comfort zone and find a room. It doesn't have to necessarily be hundreds of people. Some of these rooms we're in are 15, 20, maybe 50 people. Uh, it can be, uh, I think the one down in Puerto Rico, and you, you obviously put a number to it better than I can because you were there, but I think that that was a relatively small one as well. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't more than 20, I don't believe. It was probably more 10, 15 people, but the amount yeah. of, yeah. But what you got out of it is, uh, that's what you can't put a price tag on. So that's where it's super fun. 
Right. And that kind of leads into, yeah. So the one in Puerto Rico, I think there was like 12 or 13 people there. And for me, that's, you know, what I've found in the last like three or four years. That's my sweet spot is I like smaller groups. Some people can gravitate to um, rooms of 200 people and that's great if it works for them. Um, I can attend those kind of uh, meetups. They're valuable, but that's not where I am really shining, I guess. So for me, it's the smaller groups, like one-on-one or you know maybe two-on-one with three people is great. 12 people was awesome in Puerto Rico. Anything more than that for me is a little bit too much. Um, I feel like there is you can't really get to know people um, as well. But like I said, you have to find out kind of what works for you. Some people thrive in a a room with 200 people and that's cool. If that works for you, go for it. Um, you know, you have to really test them out and try out what works for you and then really dive into once you do find out what works for you, stick with that path. So having the courage to step into it first, right? Would you agree that that's the first step is to believe in yourself enough to know that the outcome is going to not, you're not going to die. Nothing's going to happen to you. <laughs> negatively, right? You might need to jump on an airplane and fly somewhere or something like that, but putting yourself just a little bit outside that comfort zone, uh, the personal development piece of yourself, getting yourself ready to have the confidence. Uh, would you agree that that's probably the, the first step for folks if they're listening to this and thinking, okay, these masterminds is something that I, I probably need to start looking into. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, I mean, just looking back into you know 2019, I was very aware at that moment of if I don't change anything in my life, then nothing's going to change. Um, and like you said, like it's it's definitely scary. Um, had a lot of anxiety hopping on that plane and walking into that room. But again, I knew if I wanted to have a better life, build a better life, and also build better habits. I mean, the, the list goes on. Um, but I knew I had to take that step, and it wasn't comfortable. I knew it wasn't going to be comfortable. Um, there's still some aspects of personal development that are not comfortable to this day, but you still have to move forward and, and do them if you want to challenge yourself and really um, keep on raising your standard. Talk about the, I want to get your input on this before I even chime in. Talk about the, like the downtimes and how important those are. And when, and do, do you understand what I mean by the downtimes, meaning the breaks or the dinners or not the content. So a lot of times you'll go to these events and they're fantastic and they're, they deliver content right? Whether they're having speakers or talking about books or talking about different things. There's, you know, a lot of times there's content involved in the meetings, but talk about the downtimes. Do you understand what I'm asking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how valuable that those pieces are. Yeah. The downtimes are great. Um, like you said, the, the content of the mastermind itself, you know, sometimes there's guest speakers and they, they bring these wisdoms and gems and, and it's great. You take notes. It's fantastic. But the, the downtime or the, the hallway conversations, whatever you want to call them, that's where a lot of the connections happen, the relationships happen. Um, and again, for me, it's, it's the one-on-one -on -one time, right? It's me actually conversing with somebody instead of me just taking information as a listener. Um, I can actually have a conversation with you and find out you know, where you're from. Do you need help with anything? I know you always ask me on every call, what can I help you with? Um, and I love it because, because sometimes there are things that I need help with. And other times it's just, no, nah, I'm good. You know, we're good. Let's, let's just talk next week. Um, but yeah, those hallway conversations are where you build those relationships and really just get to know people and um, see if you want to continue that relationship outside of the mastermind. Sometimes you um, really hit it off with somebody. Other times 
you don't, and that's totally fine. You know, you're not going to be best friends with everybody from a mastermind. Um, but yeah, the value and the wisdom really comes from those hallway conversations and just building those relationships during the downtimes. 100% agree. That's why I didn't want to put what my thoughts were <laughs> before you said it, because you're 100% correct. That's been my experiences as well. So it's the breaks, it's the dinners, it's the grabbing a drink afterwards, it's you know, meeting up at the hotel. Let's say you're uh, down in Dallas is where we've had a, a few of these masterminds. You'll you'll meet up with folks that are staying in the same place you are and you just connect even after, quote unquote, the mastermind is over, right? Uh, for dinner, for drinks. And that's been by far, in my opinion, it's like you can't quantify sitting down, having, you know, having dinner, having those conversations, going really deep with somebody if they're, if they're willing, right. It's not like you're probing. You're not, you're just asking questions. You're trying to, mm -hmm. you're really curious about different people's lifestyles, different people's experiences. Uh, me being from the Midwest, I'm meeting a lot of folks from the East coast, from the West coast. You're down in Florida. Now uh, we have a close friend that lives in Pennsylvania and just learning, learning what life's like around this country, even around the world. We've met people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. You just, it's hard to quantify in words how valuable those relationships can be. And so that's where this encouragement comes from today is to think through what are some groups, what are your passions? What are you super passionate about? As we mentioned here at the beginning, Greg and I have a big passion for personal development, but then business as well. So uh, we really went into, and we mentioned about the Kyle Wilson inner circle, the mastermind there, but then we also met up at a, a business meeting, business mastermind as well. That's kind of where we, we got to know each other even a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So it's been those two pieces, those two uh, things that we both enjoy conversationally that has allowed us to continue on helping each other. And I'll tell you, I mean, just having, you know, these conversations each week, I mean, just the amount of wisdom that I gained from you, different perspective, right? Try this. Don't try that. What do you think about this? Having somebody to bounce ideas off of is is super super cool, and that's that's one of the big takeaways from joining and, and becoming part of these masterminds for sure. Yeah, and that's one of the benefits of masterminds that's high on my list is the just different perspectives, like you mentioned. Because um, you know, obviously the the quote is you know you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with, and sometimes we don't surround ourselves with other like minded people every second of every day. Um, so having somebody who's open-minded or isn't afraid to ask a question or ask me a tough question and challenge me on maybe like a business idea or something where another friend would just be like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Go for it and let me know what happens. Um, so just having you know those kind of people in those masterminds to um, not only push you, but also challenge you a little bit and kind of make you see something that you, you wouldn't see by yourself, um, which I really love that aspect of just building those relationships and having those kind of people on your sideline to really give you a, a tough truth sometimes and say, yeah, you know what, that, that doesn't sound like a good idea. You might want to check into that a little bit more. Um, so it's, it's just good to have those kind of people and, and those different perspectives coming at you. Very good. I agree hundred percent. So one of the things that I have had to fight my adult life was that I was really brought up to believe and think that I really just needed to do everything on my own. Meaning it was, uh, so the relationship piece, other than family, I can't say that I was really modeled to me as far as the connecting with other folks, whether it be even in your own close proximity of, of your community, but definitely not 
like outside of that community. And that's been one of the false beliefs that I've had to break through uh, for myself. And I'm trying to model that for my family as well. Have you had any challenge with that as far as thinking, like being brought up thinking that you just, you have to do it yourself, right? We're all just kind of stuck in this, our mess, right? We all have our issues. We all have our challenges and we just have to figure it out on our own versus trying to have folks either help us or we're actually trying to help them as well. Any, any issues with that for you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I know back in my realtor days, I was a realtor for six years and um, you know, that's, I don't want to say mainly, but the way I approached it was I'm going to do this on my own. Um, you know, this was me against the world and I'm the, the solo realtor. I was also investing at the time. So I was doing that on my own. Um, but then I realized, you know, and actually read a book, um, Who Not How, a uh, great book. And it just kind of changed my perspective about um, who do I know that can help me out with this aspect of my business. Um, and that's one thing I like about talking to you every week, because, you know, I have a kind of an interest in AI and marketing, but you have a real interest in AI and marketing, right? So, and you've even offered, you said, if you need help with AI or marketing, let me know. I can help you out. And that's super valuable because I don't like that stuff. Right. And I don't want to waste an hour in my mind, waste an hour <laughs> learning about it because it's just going to frustrate me and it's not my passion. And I'd rather delegate that to somebody else, whether it's free or paid, doesn't matter. I'd rather focus on what I want to do, my passions. So the who, not how is who do I know that is great at marketing? Who do I know that is, you know, has a six pack that I can ask them questions on how they got their six pack or whatever the issue is. Um, so that just goes, that's one of my favorite concepts is who, not how, and, um, and partnerships. Um, I know some people don't like partnerships and they get burned by partnerships. Um, totally get that. But for me, it's, I'd rather, you know, work with, um, a team or a handful of people or even one other person just to have that other person you know, give me feedback or take some pressure off of me because it's not 100% on me. So, um, so I love partnerships. If you structure them right and vet them out correctly, I think they be they can be a great tool in business and in your personal life. Love that too. So the whole don't want to do things that you're not necessarily wanting to do piece. I love, <laughs> I love that. That's so funny that you brought that up because you're exactly right. There's certain things that I enjoy doing. You do not, and vice versa, right? You're doing some things with your businesses and and and, and things like with in life that I'm trying. I'm picking your brain on how do you do this, how do you do that, and it's because I just don't have any desire or passion really to dive in and learn it on my own. But together, collectively, we can accomplish so much, right? So that's where it's it's super fun. So let's uh, let's start bringing this one in for a landing, and let's start. Let's just give the folks out there listening. Just maybe a few steps, some things that if they're like, they're listening to us and they're saying, yeah, I know I need to get into some of these rooms. I need to figure that, this piece out. You mentioned about, you know, there isn't really a good way to uh, Google or, you know, it's not really something that you can really Google to find an, an answer or, or a place to, to join a mastermind. Uh, maybe just some some beginning steps. If somebody is passionate or thinking about they, they want to figure out what uh, what the first step is, what would that be? What do you think that would be? Um, so a few off the top of my head is again, going back to the who, not how is, um, maybe post on social media and say, Hey, is, are any of my close friends in a, a mastermind, a current mastermind? Doesn't matter what the niche is. Then sit down with that person, ask them questions on how they found their mastermind. What do they like about it? Um, more specifically, you could look into some Facebook groups of, um, a specific passion that you're into. Um, for me, it would be personal development and real estate. 
um, and then talk to the people that are most active in there or even post in there and say, hey, you know what? I'm open to ideas for a mastermind. Who's in a great one and who's open to having a 10-minute conversation about it? Um, so those are the two things that I would probably do right away. Um, and then also, I think this one might be pretty obvious, but if you have somebody that's really close to you that is very successful, um, not necessarily financially, but maybe they're, they're great at yoga and they go to a lot of yoga retreats, um, reach out to that person directly. And again, ask them, ask them that question. If, you know, if they are part of a mastermind, do they know what it is? Um, you never know where conversation is going to lead, but um, those are off the top of my head, probably the top two or three that I would do today. If, if uh, yeah, if you're looking for a mastermind. I love it. Yeah. I don't really have much to add. And that's really just a matter of just searching for it. If you, if you search for it, you're going to find it. It's uh, with social media and things like that. It'd probably be a little easier today than even it was a few years back, but that would be a great suggestion. Just jump on social media, find groups, find what you're passionate about, find what, uh, what you love talking about. Cause I guarantee you, no matter what it is, there's people talking about it as well. Uh, it can be the most remote, simple, smallest thing. But at the same time, I would imagine that people are creating groups, right. Uh, that you can join and get involved in and partake. And that's, that's really what the message is, uh, for you today, uh, on the podcast. So Greg, is there anything else you want to wrap this one up with? I think this uh, this has been a good kind of overview of what a mastermind is, is maybe give some folks some some encouragement to jump in some different rooms and push themselves a little bit, right? The comfort level uh, will not only make them better, but it'll just help them grow, right? Grow into uh, this bigger vision of who they see themselves being. Is there anything else you want to add to all this? I mean, yeah, just to echo that, the the hardest and the first step is, just getting into that room, um, you know, like we acknowledge it's, it's pretty scary. It, it's going to be scary. It's supposed to be scary in my opinion, but, um, once you do take that step, the doors just fly open and the opportunities are, are endless. So just take that first step and, and you'll be fine. Love it. Folks, take that first step, uh, make the decision. That's kind of what the big piece that I try to share with folks, right? Is that you've got to make the decision first. You've got to realize that you want a bigger life. You want a better life, whether that's financially, whether that's in relationships, it doesn't matter. It's really, it's whatever's up to you that you're looking for in your life. If you know what that is and you have a passion about it, go out there and take the first steps, figure out what areas, what groups start getting involved, start asking questions, start offering up some of uh, your ideas, right? It's, it's a give and take. And if you start that process, you'll be really surprised, number one, about how you'll be received. And it's always been in a positive way for myself. And when you find those right people, those right people that will support you through thick and thin, help you whenever you need them, I can't say it enough how valuable those folks are. And when you get those people on your team of life, right? The life, the the team that you're going to you know, go to life with and do things with, it's life starts to get to be fun and you can really have a good time, which is crazy, right? When you think about the, the, the meetings that you and I have, Greg, it's, it's so much fun to think about, okay, on Thursday at XYZ date and time, we're going to chat and we're just going to have a good time. You can do that too. And I would encourage you to go out there and do that today. So focus on being great. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, Greg's probably, hopefully he's going to come back on the uh, podcast a little bit more often and share some of the wisdom. We talked about how we have communication about once a week and, and some of those conversations are really good. He's a really big health nut, meaning he's really good at, at determining things for himself and for his health. And at our ages, 
And if you're out there trying to figure out different ways of, of getting healthy, being healthy, uh, we were talking about before we hit record today about knee pain uh, <laughs> and how we're trying to combat against those things. Meaning the point I'm trying to make is Greg is, is a wealth of knowledge and I hope to get him back on the podcast more often to share those that wisdom uh, with you. So Greg, man, I appreciate you being here today. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate it as well, man. That's excellent. So folks, go out there, have a fantastic day, and we will bring back the next episode again very soon. Until then, bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. And remember, your external world is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So focus every day on that internal battle and win within. Until next time, my friends. <laughs>